This is E2B, Energy to Business, a podcast by Opportune, where we bring you in-house expertise that serves all energy sectors. We examine emerging financial and technology trends and provide a broad perspective on ways to stay ahead, create opportunities, and execute market strategies. Hello and welcome to E2B Energy to Business, a podcast from Opportune, bringing you the latest in thought leadership on the oil and gas industry and so, so much more. Joining me today is their managing director, Gary Pittman, and he's going to be speaking on some of the trends that we're seeing in 2020 and what he expects to see moving into 2021. So Gary, let's dive right in and discuss this. What trends or themes are we seeing with respect to oil and gas bankruptcies and restructurings in 2020 compared to what we saw in the last down cycle? in 2014 through 16. Do you expect these to continue in 2021? And will we see a significant level of consolidation in the future as a result? First thing I would say is while similar issues in that the commodity pricing is driving the restructurings, the 2014-2016 period was more of a market correction to address companies that started during the shell boom with a higher commodity price environment, and we're not positioned to succeed at lower pricing. I would say this was more of a supply-driven downturn as the U.S. success is finding supply in oil and gas brought pricing down. Another thing is the 2020 uh, was a a macro event that was hit hit a much larger population of the companies as this was demand-driven reductions and more of a shock to the system than the 2014-2016 period. And then also, unlike the um, 2014-2016 period, the market to sell sell assets was much weaker in 2020, and many lenders could not exit their positions. In 2014-16 period, there were more avenues to sell. For example, lenders such as JP Morgan have decided to credit bid their positions in the current market environment. Also, uh, given the lower valuations in 2020 with the Falcom creditors being secured lenders, it appears to me that there are more considerations given to prepack bankruptcies with shorter duration than in the previous cycle as there are less valuation fights. Unlike 2014-16 period, companies in 2020 have been shutting in wells and taking more Dacronian steps. Um, you're seeing lower leverage Levels in 2020 is less debt is remaining on the companies and the lenders are pushing for a higher ratio for EBITDA to debt, which is forcing the 2Ls and unsecureds to convert all of their debt to equity and in some cases wipes out all of the debt. When we look forward into 2021, um, we would expect the trends to continue in the short term. Um, especially during the year-end barring-based redeterminations are occurring. Um, 2021 is expected to be better than 2020, so you would expect that the bankruptcy activity will go back to historical levels 
and decrease from the 2020 levels. Impact on production cuts will start to be felt, which will have a positive impact on pricing. However, I, I do not see the banks and lenders changing their strategies for the restructuring in 2021. Gary, obviously COVID-19 is a big topic of conversation uh, in the oil and gas industry. So how do you see COVID-19 affecting oil and gas bankruptcies and restructurings as we head into the new year? Uh, The main impact is on a global demand, which is driving down prices. Um, Additionally, it's put more strain on the HS&E within the organization to provide a safe working condition and addresses you know, the inherent challenges with that. That being said, from operational perspective, it doesn't have much of an impact on the field operations, but more on the corporate side as people need to work from home. It's also created a difficult dynamic for advisors to to debtors, as in most instances, a need to interact remotely with both team members and company personnel which is a lot more challenging. However, uh, through Zoom and other uh, technology, um, advisors have been able to overcome those issues. As we close out 2020 and head into the new year, what are some options or opportunities some of these financially distressed EMPs can look to to weather this storm that we're currently in? You know, the items that that I think, uh, you know, are going to be, Critical is liquidity will be the most important factor. You're going to have hedge positions at a higher pricing that will be heavily relied upon either to stabilize cash flows or provide liquidity by monetization. Um, there will be, a, I think there will continue to be pressure reduction in the capital expenditure plans to the extent that they don't, anyone loses kind of their best acreage. Um, there'll continue to be pressure on GNA reductions to reduce overhead. And I think that also the current environment will give the uh, companies an opportunity to renegotiate midstream and other contracts that have renewals in 2022, uh, 2021. And also given that there is optimism that 2021 will be a better market than 2020. I believe mergers and acquisitions may have more traction in 2021 to sell underperforming assets. Additionally, given the historical low global interest rates, there are still relative low cost financing opportunities. I would just say as as every cycle that the uh, EMP industry has gone through, they've always created uh, opportunities. Well, thank you so much to my guest today, Gary Pittman, Managing Director at Opportune, for sharing those insights on the state of the market in 2020 and where he sees things moving in 2021 for the oil and gas industry. And of course, stay tuned for more from Opportune, who's providing thought leadership across the entirety of the oil and gas industry. We'll be back soon with more episodes of E2B Energy to Business very soon. But for our guest today, Gary Pittman, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening. <laughs>